What's up, loungers? Thanks again for tuning into our podcast. This is Rob. I'm Alan. And I'm Randy. And we are the Lounge SD. Uh, once again, we want to thank you guys for your continued support. Um, and if you haven't checked the title or know what this episode is about, we're going to be talking about collections, collecting uh, the shit that we collect. Um, it's kind of a more personal, intimate episode. Um, and it's going to be our yeah our pop culture collections uh, more specifically. Um, but before we get into the collections um, and all that stuff, uh, we're going to do a quick catch up. So starting off with Alan, man, what's what's been up? What's been going on this week? Uh, before before I start into my personal catch up, I guess we'll just go ahead and announce it that uh, this week Comic Con had come out and said that a uh, few vendors for comic-con exclusives are now going to be available via the exclusives portal mm, um, yeah so that was a huge you know that was a game game changer for us because we were the type of dudes that like were the first you know first hundred people or so in line and then we would get in and pretty much get to hasbro uh hasbro was usually our go-to day one uh, has and there I been a Rob time was... where we don't get hasbro <clears throat> no we've gotten hasbro multiple times i think yeah that's usually like the voucher we go for and i think the last couple years has been like lego's been added to that too yeah Yeah. and then rob go you know rob goes for legos and usually rob goes around like 11 well whereas hasbro will have um will have the uh upon opening you know upon open voucher but um so that was a big one that happened this week for you know comic-con um I think that was about it for Comic Con. I mean, they announced a bunch of Funko Pop um, exclusives. Uh, I think now we're just waiting for Conan to uh, to release the tickets. I think we're we all well. You guys plan on going Monday through or Wednesday through Friday. I'm um, I only have Saturday Sunday available, so uh, pretty much that's it. And then sounds like we're gonna skip out on Hall H this year. Whoa, 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 whoa! Well, no, no final decisions yeah. are made. Yeah. No, yeah, no, no final shooting decisions from the hip. Made, but but right. oh, we're shooting from the hip. But, <gasps> but we don't know. We don't know exactly what we're doing quite yet. We just we think there's somebody to be shot, but we're just <gasps> shooting anyway. Oh my god! We're looking. We're looking down the sights, and this Hall H isn't necessarily right right there in the crosshairs. It's like peeking out the side, like hello. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, but we can get into that on another uh, podcast, and when we when we start getting closer to Comic Con. But um, I'll get into my personal catch up. Um, so this week, uh, nothing crazy really happened, you know. Just uh, oh, we're we. So I'm going to the Philippines, uh, the end of July, for a race for a half Ironman in Cebu on August 5th. So um, I'll be out in the Philippines for three weeks. It was supposed to be a Philippine trip only, but for the last week, uh, uh, for the last week that we're there, I think we're staying four nights in Thailand in Bangkok, mm-hmm. Thailand. Um, and that was finalized this week. Like that, that came out of nowhere. I think my sister, was just like, hey guys, why don't we go to Thailand? And I was like, you know what? That's not like a lot of fun, but I'm broke. And <laughs> she was like, well, check out these tickets. And they were like 140 round trip. And I was like, mm, all right, that sounds that sounds dope. But what about hotels? And hotels were like 
$38 a night, $40 a night. So we're, I'm super excited where we finalized everything. Not to say that I wasn't excited for the trip to begin with, but uh, I'm super excited to go to the Philippines, one, because I haven't been back since 2002. Um, and now I'm excited to venture off to a whole nother country that I've never been to and I've only heard of in, you know, in travel magazines and, and uh, the travel channel. And uh, I'm looking forward to uh, seeing the temples that were found in Mortal Kombat. Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to uh, test my might. Um, Hell yeah. Yeah. So that, that's pretty much what happened this week. Uh, I'm pretty stoked. Um, yeah. I'm excited, man. Randy, what about you? My usual, you know, work grind, baby grind. You know. But, you know. Uh but the main thing that I've changed this week is Destiny. Uh, I think I mentioned it the last stream that I kind of dabbled in it a little bit. Uh, but this week we went pretty hard. Uh, I think it was Wednesday. We try or we did a part of the raid, and then on Friday we completed the whole thing after five hours. Oh, so long. But uh. We finished it. That was actually the second time that I've ever finished it. So, uh, really, was, yeah, yeah. We, wow. I basically beat it once, and I was like, "All right, I'm done with the game. Cool, call it wraps." Uh, well, to to be fair, like, you know, we can. I'm pretty sure we've touched base on this before, but playing that game before, um, playing the rage before was, you know, there was there was a mystique about it and like you know it kind of drew you back into it so like after playing it once you're just like you know there's really no point in playing it again yeah. so now i get it yeah. you know yeah so uh but getting back into it and getting the squad back together and all that stuff it was just a good time so i was happy to uh get that going um and actually today uh the wife well the family and i did a little pop uh, Funko Pop figure hunting. So we drove out about an hour away and uh, we hit up all the common stores that have pops and I ended up with three new ones. So I'm pretty happy about that. I'll get into that a little bit later since we're talking about collections uh, today. So uh, yeah, that's basically what's been going on with me. Uh, what about you, Rob? Um, man, the last week I've been not, I wouldn't say binge watching, um, but I've gotten into this habit where when I go to the gym now, I can't, I can't use the, the plug, the headphone jack to like watch whatever TV and stuff they have going on. So I've been using uh, Amazon prime on my phone and I started getting into this show called the expanse. Okay. Um, and it was originally, I believe it was on sci-fi and they had just finished the third season and it didn't get picked up for the fourth season. Um, but the uh, the fan the fan outcry was so big, um, it ended up getting picked up for the fourth season by Netflix. Uh, Netflix like saw the potential, saw the want and need for it, saw the fan base, and so they ended up picking it up. Um, especially, I guess I haven't got gotten there yet, but apparently the third season was was like the best of the the series so far, and I guess left on a pretty big cliffhanger. Um, so unlike shows like um, Serenity or uh, the the show that Serenity is based on, um, uh, they actually Firefly. got they actually Firefly, yeah. So they actually will get to finish this one out the right way, um, and so that's just you know a really good sign of the time, sign of the times as far as like 
shows getting canceled aren't necessarily like in the grave yet. Um, you know, and we've seen that also. I don't know if you guys have seen uh, that Roseanne show. They tried to do like a revival, and then Roseanne had some crazy shit going on with her. <laughs> yeah, <in there. laughs> so, I heard about so they that. ended up dropping her. <laughs> yep. Now they're gonna have like a spinoff show. Um, basically the same show just now without Roseanne. So it's just it's just wild, to, you know, to see like you know back in the old days, if show got canceled or was rumored to get canceled, like that was it, you know, put it in syndication, and that was done. Um, but sorry, but as far as uh, Expanse goes, if you guys haven't watched it, um, I would say give it give it that first episode. It's it's got some really high production. Like usually, you know, we'll see series and stuff from sci-fi, and the graphics look like you know a freshman. A freshman kid in C- like that's taking like CGI or animation, like made the uh, the spaceships and stuff. But this one actually looks pretty good. Like I wouldn't be surprised to see like the same like footage and stuff in theaters. Um, the cast is really good. It's got that um that one that one actor from The Walking Dead. Um, I forget his name, but in the show he was like the the big black guy with uh, Sasha. G Dog. Oh no no. Tyrese. <laughs> uh, there you go. Yeah, no, he's he's in the show. Um, so yeah, it's it's a pretty good show. It's it's uh regarding like in the future, uh, it's Mars, uh, Mars versus Earth, I guess. Uh, we've like inhabited Mars, and now Mars has become like some like really uppity, like prestigious, um, high class society, and they're kind of like fighting back against Earth. So it's a little political, but um, the shit that's going on is pretty wild. Um, so yeah, if you haven't checked it out, definitely um, get on it. It's available on Amazon Prime right now, um, but I wouldn't be surprised since Netflix has picked it up for the fourth season. They'll they'll also upload the backlog of season threes, uh, the first three seasons soon. Um, so yeah, that's what's been going on with uh, with me for the week. And uh, so at this time, it's my 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 privilege to bring out our guest this week. It's been a little while since we've had a a guest on the show. Um, Who's Alaska? But our last guest is actually related to this week's guest. Um, oh. In that, uh, for those that that don't remember, and maybe Rainbow can can speak on this. I'm not sure exactly the episode number, but our last guest was uh, was Shane, and um, this week's guest. We're keeping it in the family, and we have mm-hmm. her husband, uh, your heartthrob, your crush, <laughs> your dilf, <laughs> your dilf, Los. Man. Give it up. Hey. <laughs> Hi, Lose. Thanks, guys. What's up, Nitro? Hi, Lowe's. Hey, what's up, guys? How you guys doing? Doing good. Okay. Hey. Before you get into it, hey, thanks for reminding me about that. That Comic-Con, the, the little portal thing. I had to go back and start adding stuff while you guys were... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got to get onto that now. When does that end? Is it July 2nd or something like that? No, July, no, July no, 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 no. It's, uh, he's he's got a couple. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah this is crazy, there. right? It's just crazy how the Comic-Con thing just evolving and... You know, it started off by us being able to buy badges at the door. Now it's comes oh a lottery system. Yeah. Well, uh, I think that's the first yeah. time I met you, Los, like uh, at Comic-Con. And then I remember you gave me a ride in your GSR. I remember mm. I, oh, man, I felt oh, like a man. dumbass. Because I, I, I gave you, I was like, hey, race this, race this motorcycle. And uh, <laughs> 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 Wow. I didn't know, wow. know anything about cars enough to be like, you know, all I knew was like, hey, GSR, you know, Integra GSRs, those are fast. Let's let's try to race this motorcycle. But even worse than that was that the the Integra had four people in it. Like, oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Yeah, it was, yeah I felt like a dumbass. Like I've held that with me for like years. So let, thanks for letting me take that out. Um, <laughs> you know, it doesn't hurt me, to try, right? Yeah, it doesn't hurt to try, but it was a losing <laughs> effort. But um, yeah, I just had to get that off my chest. I've been thinking about that for years. Sorry, Los, for making you for saying <laughs> that. Oh no, here. no, yeah. no, good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so thanks for having me on, guys. Anytime. No problem. It's it's our it's our privilege, really. <laughs> so a little bit about myself, you know, I've been collecting. I actually collect a lot of stuff, and I think that's a a really bad problem to have because you can't just focus on one <laughs> thing, right? <laughs> you know. Yep. So my main thing right now is sneakers, right? So sneakers is my thing right now. I've been collecting for a while, but along with that is video games. So you know, collect video games and and figures. So. You know, especially Power Rangers. You guys know how much I love Power Rangers. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Yep. Were you, yeah. were, I, I gotta ask you, like, were you ever into another installment of Power Rangers, or would it all, was it always just Mighty Morphin Power Rangers? So for me, it was Mighty Morphin. But after I learned about you know the Super Sentai series, all that stuff in Japan, I stuck with that and I ditched the whole uh, Power Rangers mm -hmm. um, and just went straight for the, the Japanese stuff. And you guys knew my slogan growing up it was "I loved everything JDM," right? So yep. <laughs> that's what it is so and yeah you know um especially so the figures you know that they had the, the figures here in america i always went off uh went after the, the japanese ones because i felt like they were the more authentic ones and that's why i would go to comic-con because those were the, the that was the place i could find things like that the mm. stuff you can you know before the whole ebay thing came along and and that stuff it was always try to find what i needed at comic-con so yeah, I'm not trying to like reveal your age or anything, but you've been collecting shoes and and Power Ranger stuff for quite some time, haven't you? Oh yeah, yeah. That's yeah. one of those things where like I'll stop collecting a certain thing, but I'll always come back to it for some reason. So video games was like a big thing, you know. When especially you guys, you know, when we all worked at GameStop, it was it was video oh, games, God. right? Oh yeah. yeah. Hey, this guy just so traded this game in. Let me put it to the side, and you know, let me buy this later, you know. Yeah. We didn't do that. What are you talking about? Yeah, we <laughs> played it by the rules. We got our podcast. We got our reservations. We got our reservations done and our subscriptions to the <laughs> Game Informer magazine, and we're good to go. We played it by mm. the T. Oh, yeah. Did, did the label print correctly? No. <laughs> <laughs> I got to reprint it. Yeah, keep reprinting it. <laughs> but yeah, you know, video games is another thing. I always wanted to try to collect every system. That was out there, you know. Oh my gosh! Um, and it's it's hard. It's a hard thing to do. Um, you know, I watched this guy on YouTube, uh, Metal Jesus. I don't know if you guys have heard of him, but he's a big like video game. Wait, wait, wait. I'm so What's sorry. his name? <laughs> Metal Jesus. Metal look Jesus. Him up. Metal Jesus you, like, if you guys like, look him up, you guys will be like, "What the hell? What the hell? This guy looks crazy." But he has the most insane video game collection. It's it's really, oh man! Really All right, crazy. here we go. I'm looking it up. Someone, I'm yeah, gonna watch a video right now. I'm yeah, gonna watch a video. He, like, he brings in guests, um, to his to shows his YouTube channel, and I think he had one guy in there who has every single Nintendo Wii game that ever came out. Oh, and I was like, oh, dude, gosh. Yeah, okay. I was like, man, like when it comes to collecting, it's like, man, like you gotta be really committed if you're like into it, you know, like to get every single Wii game out there. It's like, man, that's a lot, of, a lot like of he bought the games that there. suck too 
That's yeah, like crazy. His Barbie, like the horseback. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at I'm looking at his um looking at his YouTube video, just the first YouTube video that came up, and he has um the Super Nintendo, the big ass box for Earthbound. Yeah, and I don't know if I don't know if you guys remember, but Earth the the box for Earthbound was huge. Yeah, and then so and he also next to that he has the Bioshock. I think Bioshock Two for the Xbox 360, the um the huge box for that. Man, it's just too much, man. That's but I mean, if you guys think about Metal Jesus, like what what's the first thing that comes here? Have you, did you guys look him up? No, no. I want to say like a Godzilla, like the Mecha Godzilla. Is it like a Mecha Jesus? No, I'm talking about the okay. dude himself. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. no, yeah. If you look him up, he's probably what you think you're like. He looks like what you think when you think a of typical. Metal yeah, it's oh. like your typical video gamer collector. Oh. Right, let's see. Metal Jesus. Man, he's getting a good plug in our podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I know. yeah he looks metal, like a metal Jesus. Thing. <laughs> okay. There's a show. Can you guys see like how many subscri- subscribers or anything he has? Like I want to see like his stats. Is he like deep in the game? Oh, no, yeah. He's he's pretty he's pretty up there. 552,000. Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> metal part, Jesus. Metal Jesus. At the 100k and I remember Shane walking in and like, what are you watching? I'm like, oh, it's a video game guy. But, you know, you see the guy and you're like, the hell? But, <laughs> yeah. Oh, but he has a lot of good information there. Yeah. Like, especially he's into like a lot of retro stuff. So a lot of the companies will make uh, little things to hook up to, you know, those new HDTVs uh, to get your old systems to work like a HDMI adapter for your GameCube or an HDMI adapter for your Dreamcast. So he'll like review stuff like that and recommend stuff. So. That way you can use your old systems on the on the newer TVs. That's, That's awesome. <clears throat> really good source there. Metal Jesus, guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so all right. So I think we're gonna go ahead and get into into the meat and potatoes of this episode. Um, where we're gonna talk about our uh, our collections. Um, so right off the bat, Los, our special guest. Uh, I kind of want to know what's what's the origin story, man. What was the first thing you started collecting that you can remember? So first thing I started collecting, I was gonna be super random, but in the early '90s, I know I'm giving my age, but there were these uh, <laughs> GI Joe cards. Um, it was just your regular trading cards, and it was GI Joe. Mm. And every time I would buy a pack, you know, I'd start collecting, seeing like which ones I was missing. Then it became to the point where I wanted to collect it all, you know. And oh, man, you sound like my parents were trainer. at the time were like, why are you buying so much cards or having us buy so much cards? But you know, <laughs> I wanted to collect them all. Like that was my thing. <laughs> and um, I remember my dad got me into bowling, right? Like, he wanted me to get into a sport and he picked bowling as a sport. Um, right. And he said every time I would get a strike, he would buy me a pack. What? So, so you yeah, bowled yeah, 300 yeah. the next day, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, like, all right, cool. That's a good way to to reel me in so um i ended up collecting all the cards um the last card i ever needed was snake eyes and i had to get i went through 10 packs before i can get that card so Jeez. i had so kids yeah i remember <laughs> snake eyes was the last card i needed i got it and the collection i still have dang um, oh man day, yeah, right. i still have it man um, if you ever need a place to sell that i know a place <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so that was the first thing I ever started collecting. Um, sneakers came uh, a couple of years after that. 
well, when I started getting into to basketball, like watching NBA and stuff. Um, and I know, Alan, you can vouch for me, but um, growing up, it was all about your favorite player and what was your favorite player wearing, you know? Hell um, yeah. So it was like, that was the meaning behind sneakers for me back in the day. So Sean Kemp was my favorite player. Uh, he used to wear Reebok kamikazes. Uh, but before that, he used to wear these Reeboks called the Aftershock. And I had to get those. So those my those were my first pair of uh of signature shoes was uh Sean Kemp's. And then uh after that I went with the Ken Griffey's and uh started getting like T Max. So uh it was all about players for me growing up. So mm-hmm. I know now the whole culture sneaker culture is shifting uh to a more like uh hype collecting I wanna say, yeah. Yeah. Yeezys, woohoo. Yeah, like, right? <laughs> Off white. that was mine that was mine we're talking about like yeezys and off-white but like for those that own yeezys i think three of us three of the four of us have have yeezys they're by far the comfiest shoe i have ever worn like i'm i'm a nurse so i can get i can get shit like literal shit on my yeezys but i wear it to work because it's eight hours of the day and they're the comfiest shoe i've ever worn so i wear my yeezys to work I mean, to, oh, yeah. you know, to flex to flex on my patients too. You know what I mean? Because oh it's a two for one, right? You flex and it's comfortable, right? Because you know, I I work with geriatric population, so like they're like, "Oh my god, it's so cold in here." I'm like, "Here, put my feet next oh to my your gosh. next to you." <laughs> oh jeez, you know, get this feet. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, let's <laughs> <Yeah>. move on. <laughs> All right, uh, Randy, how about you, man? What was what was the first thing that you can remember that you started collecting? Uh, I mean, late 90s, all of us, I'm sure, in my age range were into Pokemon cards. Uh, so as far as, I mean, Pokemon in general is all about collecting. So it kind of made sense that that would be kind of where I started. Um, Mm -hmm. but like besides Pokemon, because like I said, most of us are into it. I don't think I really started collecting things until I met you, Rob. Um, and I started collecting the whole Mighty Mugs stuff. Oh, oh yeah. figures. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I remember so, that. So it was a lot later uh, in my life where I really started collecting things. And the Mighty Mugs, um, I was. They're, they're basically the first generation of Funko Pops. But um, yeah, they had a bunch of different. Uh, what do you call it? Lines, I guess you can call it. Yeah, um, right, right. And I really tried to just stick to the Marvel ones, especially the more uh, recent Marvel ones that were coming out when I started collecting. And, of course, Comic-Con uh, had a bunch of exclusive ones. So uh, early in my Comic-Con career, that's what I was collecting. So uh, Mighty Mugs were definitely the beginning of actual like going out and trying to find the different sets and I actually like I remember one year at Comic-Con uh I basically bought the entire Transformers Generation 1 Mighty Mug line I spent hundreds of dollars I was like okay oh I just God. want every single one mm-hmm. and I went to all the booths Jeez. and I was like I want this 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 oh you have it okay I'm gonna buy it from you and I went pretty hard um but yeah, Mighty Mugs were the first ones that I went hard on. Yeah, Man. I remember those, okay. those years. Yep. yep. <laughs> and I still have them. I mean, they're in my uh, closet with the rest of my collectibles. Uh, I mean, they basically lost their value, but 
I'm still holding on to them because they look sick. So being that right. I, you know, I kept my GI Geo, Joe cards and you kept your mind mugs. Do you think there's some kind of thing about having your first collection and, and just keeping it instead of you know like getting rid of it? Oh, I totally think so. Uh, it's basically like the uh, it's nostalgic for you. It's what started it. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it's the same thing. How you know exactly what was the first shoe you got getting into the game? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it it uh it has that sentimental value. So yeah, I don't think I'll ever get rid of my uh mighty mugs unless it becomes an issue with space because they were kind of big. Um, yeah. But yeah, definitely sentimental value. Yeah, uh, I still have a bunch of mine too. Um, I some over the years I kind of let some of those go by the wayside. But um, the thing that I remember about the Mighty Mugs when like the, that line first dropped, it was around the same time that I started seeing Funko Pop come out, yeah. and so that's kind yeah. of why I, I I stayed away from Funko Pop because I was like, oh, they're rivals, like, and I'm already I started my collection with Mighty Mugs instead. So I pick I kind of already picked that lane, so I kind of had to stick with it. And I was not expecting Funko to do what they do. <laughs> they yeah. just dominated. They, just they are saturated just, the market, man. Yep. Just nasty licensing and stuff. So it just, yeah, Hasbro could not compete. They had the few licenses they did ended up just um, kind of going going away. But I, I saw that they they uh, they started bringing some of those back. Um, I started it's seeing them the in stores. That, yeah, no, they look they look completely different now. Um, so we we kind of touched on this a little bit. Um, but uh, I wanted to discuss, I guess this one's kind of more of like, now you're aware that you're a collector. And so it was like, what's the first collection that you started building? Um, for like, so for me, uh, like my example would be when I was, like, when I was growing up, like I would used to come, I used to race home and I, I think we've mentioned it before on the, on the podcast, um, but I used to watch like Toonami and like Adult Swim. And one of my favorite shows and the show that I like, was really into like I was downloading like desktops for my computer and stuff and like printing out pictures to put on my binder um, was <laughs> uh, was Gundam Wing Mobile Suit Gundam Wing yes, yes. Oh, and yeah. so um, Bandai actually came out with figures and I think they're they range from like 2000 2002 but the detail and like what I really liked about the figures is that like anything that happened in the show the figures all came with that stuff usually there'd be like they'd have like one or two of this like shield that would do this move or something like that. But these figures by Bandai, they had like all of the different variations, like anything that you saw happen in the show. Like he, he did this to, he like shot this missile from his arm or something like that. They would have the toy do that. And so it, for me, it was like the first time that I had like a really good quality figure and that I went, you know, whenever. And so I kind of had a deal with my parents kind of like how Los did with his parents in bowling. Um, I used to get these like weekly reports from school about like how, like if I turned in my homework, how my grades were and everything. And if I, if I got all A's or back then they were on like a number system, it was like one through four. If you had ones, that means you turned in all your work and you got really good grades. Um, so my deal with my parents is if on Fridays I brought home all ones that Saturday when we do our like errands and stuff, I would be able to take home an action figure. And so I had a bunch of, you know, figures and stuff going, but I made it a point to collect the Gundam wing ones. And uh, yeah, man, it's it's one of those collections where I have like 20 something Gundam wing figures. Um, so, yeah, man, I was, and I, I think that's why I did so well in school. <laughs> because <laughs> I just wanted I wanted the figures, man. I had to do what I, I had to do to 
to make it go. Um, so Lowe's, is that, is that a different answer for you then? Like once you became aware, like, you know, you took on the mantle, you knew that you were a collector. Um, is it, is, is besides the GI Joe, was there another collection that you had started building besides the GI Joe and the shoes? Was there anything else? Yeah. So once I started, like, you know, like we said, being aware of being a collector, I think that's when, that's when it became a problem because now you, you know, like I can't, <laughs> can't stick to one thing. Like for me, at least I was like, I had to jump. So one of the things I, I like, like not really like didn't realize I was collecting until later in the years was, uh, Nintendo portable systems. So, you know, that's in my, so random. Yeah. It's random. <laughs> so in my, in my attempt to collect every system, you know, I was also, you know, game like portable. So, you know, I had the game gear and I had the original game boy that went to the, you know, game boy color, game boy pocket, all that stuff. So I just, at one point realized, Oh wow, I have like almost all the Nintendo handhelds. Right. Um, even the game boy micro, I'm not sure if you guys remember that. Yep. Um, I had that as well. So, um, you know, that was like one thing I um, didn't realize I was collecting. And I think after that, I just started just continuing with it. So when we got to the, to the 3DS, you know, or actually the, the original DS, uh, picked that up, then went to the DS Lite, you know, then went to the, to the 3DS. So, you know, Nintendo likes to throw different versions of the same system at you, right? So many. And it's people like me that keep buying it. <laughs> and, you know it's just one of the like you know once you start collecting you just start collecting and shane knows like you know i have all these systems and she's like why why do you have all these i'm like well you know it's just something i had uh for a long time and another random thing that i didn't know i was collecting was cell phones i know how stupid that sounds but <laughs> every time i switch phones i always kept my old phone for some reason and um it wasn't until recently where i just started you know like hey i might as well just sell this and it's just taking up space so, yeah, so, so random, but that was, that was my thing back then. So do you still have like a drawer just full of like old ass, like Nokia's or? <laughs> the only phone I kept was the uh, Nokia 5190. Oh my god! And it still had the lights on it. I don't know if uh, Randy Boy, <laughs> if you remember that. My yep. phone had all these like lights that would go Everybody's off. Everybody's phone did. <laughs> yeah, you know, had the antenna, had the battery. Yeah, the the white lights and the the buttons and the yeah, that's the only phone I kept. Well, that and a, a BlackBerry. Man, that's old stuff nice, right man. there. Yeah, I'm telling you, collect collecting brings like like the bad side out of you too, right? Like it's nice to have some good stuff, but then you realize later on, like, why was I doing this? But yeah, <laughs> it's, it's part of the grind, you know. <laughs> All right. Um. So the next question I want to pose to you guys. Um. Uh, like you know, we're we're collectors. We're we're all we all know it. We're all very aware that we're um, we've got collections going. Um, so, what are you guys currently collecting? What collections are you are you currently building right now? Uh, we'll start off with Lowe's. Um, you know, sneakers is a, a never ending collection, so that's always going to be there. Um, but other than sneakers, I think. Um, Probably I'm I'm starting to lean back towards video games again. So, um, you know, I I just looked at my my set when I went to my parents' house, and you know I, I walked across. All right, I came across my Final Fantasy two and three that I still have in the box with the instructions and and all that stuff. Um, going for Super geez. Nintendo. So, you know, <laughs> at, ever since that Final Fantasy two um, game, I, I was how did I get that game? So it was funny. I loaned. 
I lent uh, one of my friends the Legend of Zelda Link, Link to the Past, and someone had stole that from him. So in exchange, he gave me Final Fantasy II. I didn't know what that game was. You know, RPGs was new. Um, didn't know what to expect. Played it and loved it. Um, got Final Fantasy three, and then ended up getting all the Final Fantasies to this date. So, you know, every time a new Final Fantasy comes out, I always have to get it, even if I don't play it. I think the last Final <laughs> Fantasy I actually played was was eleven, was the online one. So twelve came out, then played thirteen, you know, and fourteen. I have them all, just never played it. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> yeah, that's nuts. You still keep them like all like. The, the game systems or like games that you have that you're just picking up just to collect, like complete these collections, are they still like in the packaging? Like no, no broken seal or anything? The, uh, for the Final Fantasy ones, yes, they haven't been opened yet. And it's funny, I, I do have the, I think I have Kingdom Hearts 2 still sealed for PlayStation 2. I haven't gone around to play that. But... <laughs> I heard it was good. <laughs> yeah. Really they good. might be coming out with a sequel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it was like um, one of those. So when that when PS3 remade them, I was like, well, I guess I can keep this one sealed now. So I don't yep. worry about opening that one. That's yeah. wild, man. Um, all right, Alan, how about you, man? What collections you currently got going? Um, some collections I have going right now. Like I've started collecting Funko Pops. Um, and the first, well, the first collection I started, like I legit started like. Was uh, the Incredibles two? Um, just because I, you know, I just got done watching the movie, um, and I was, I don't know, I like, you know, I like everything Disney and I like everything Incredibles, so I figured, why not start an Incredibles two collection? So uh, yesterday, uh, Saturday, um, Rob and I met up with our buddy Yalman in <clears throat> in the OC, and we went to Frankenstein's collectible show which is uh, in the city of industry um and it's like just it really got us prepared for comic-con like like i like walking in like seeing all the stalls and everything like being not being so much shoulder to shoulder but like being around like-minded people who you know who are also into collecting and into trading card games and you know just into nerd culture period like it was nice to be around that type um, even though some of them could use a spray of deodorant here and there, but um, <laughs> um, but you know, so we went there, and there was a booth over there that was that had a sale and said this week's sale, uh, you know, all Funko Pops are ten dollars or five for forty, and I was like, you know, I was weighing the option, and I was like five for forty, five for forty, and I I noticed that they had like all of the Incredibles collection in the front, um, with I think there was one or two missing. Um, and I was just like, holy smokes, you know, I, I'm looking for Elastigirl. I haven't, you know, I'm looking for Dash. I'm looking for Violet. Like, I, I have Jack-Jack and I have Mr. Incredible at home. Um, but those are the three that I'm missing so far. Um, and if, if, if I just got those three, like, those aren't the end of the collection. But, like, I'd be really happy with the collection there. And I would, you know, I would not want to, like, I wouldn't feel bad that I'm missing a couple more. But just the fact that I had those three, I was like, dude, like I've been to multiple targets, you know, I've, I've gone shopping and I've gone hunting for these pops and couldn't find them. So like, here they are in front of my face at a discounted price. You know, you're talking about $8 a pop, literally a pop. Mm -hmm. I, I see what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, so, you know, I, I copped it. It was, 
um, and it was cool. And I also got Angelica, my sister. She's starting a collection um, of her favorite Disney movie, which is the original, uh, one of the original Disney movies, uh, Little Mermaid. So uh, I found her at Hot Topic. I found the uh, Diamond um, Flounder Diamond Edition. Nice. Yeah. And then uh, I I bought her an Ariel. And then uh, our buddy B, um, who is a Funko, who's a a crazy collector, um, and he he collects everything. Like he also collects shoes and Funko Pops, but now he's into Funko Pops. Um, and he also has a booth at Frankenstein. So if you guys need any uh, Funko Pops, like any rare Funko Pops, uh, hit up Pop underscore Bandits on Instagram. I think it's Bandits with a Z. Um, yep. Uh, he has a booth at Fun at uh, Frank and Sons in City of Industry, and he's he has some crazy P- Funko Pops. And if you need one, just let him know, uh, and I'm sure he has it. But uh, we met up with him, and he knows that my sister's been wanting uh, Sebastian. Um, and Sebastian, I have I've never seen a Sebastian, so um, everywhere I've gone, so he was like, "Oh, so what else did you get to complete the five? And I was like, "Oh, you know, I got." Miguel from Coco and I got Ariel from Little Mermaid to give to my sister and he was like, "Oh, well here just take this." And he like gave her Sebastian. So, uh B, uh I told you yesterday, I'll tell like I'll shout you out again right now cuz uh just a million times thank you. Thank you so much for hooking that up. But um so that collection's complete with the Incredibles. Um but another collection that I have going on right now is um I have race chamois. So, um, as everyone know, all the loungers know, I do Iron Mans um, and half Iron Mans. And at every half would be, Iron Man, would it be Iron Men or Iron Mans? Sorry, I just wanted to get that in there and kind of ruin the flow. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Go ahead, Shammies. Go ahead. No, I, I, I think it's Iron Mans, just because you're talking about the brand. Yeah, yeah. Not it so is. much talking about like people um but since i do iron man uh triathlons uh i collect i started off doing the one in 2016 the half iron man in arizona and i um i bought everyone's like oh you'll always remember the first time you do a, uh your race and i was like okay like let's make this memorable and i i remember i didn't want to buy any like memorabilia um day one or like when I got there, but I did buy the race chamois. And it's not, it's like when you guys think chamois, you're thinking like the one that you wipe your car with, but this is more kind of like a, kind of like a towel slash flag. Um, and it has, it has a logo, it has an Iron Man logo, it has a logo of the race event. And it has every name registered for that event. So um, on all I've done, uh three half iron man races and um i've done one in arizona in 2016 one in oceanside 2017 and another again this uh 2018 in oceanside as well um and then santa rosa was my first full i have uh race chamois for all of three of you know all four of those races so um somewhere on those chamois i have my name on there um and then for the one in cebu i plan i just plan on collecting them and for each race, I've also bought a water bottle. So now 
I don't know. I, I it's just like a little thing that I do now. You know, just there's no rhyme or reason. I just thought it's cool to collect. Um, yeah. Nice, dude. So it's a little like collection slash tradition now. Yeah, yeah. It's more. Yeah, it's a collection slash tradition. It's you know, I just I don't buy. Um, I I don't buy any like event. Uh, I don't buy any event merchandise before the race except for those. Um, and then after the race, like I'll I'll come by the merchandise tent and I'll buy you know I'll buy whatever like you know Iron Man finisher jacket or I'll buy um, I'll buy like Iron Man finisher shirts or sweaters. Um, I remember at Santa Rosa I came um, came by the next morning and I just I was like I want that fucking jacket that says <laughs> <laughs> that says Iron Man finisher on it and uh, I bought it and it's, um, and it's you know, every time I wear it, everyone's like, you know, how was their race? You know, congratulations. Cause you know, it's, you know, it's a big deal to finish an Ironman less than 1%, less than 1% of the world's population have completed an Ironman uh, triathlon. So like I have that, I just, you know, it's nice to flaunt it a little bit that I've completed it and finished it within the allotted time. So, yeah. Nice man. All right. Um, Randy boy, how about you, man? What are you currently collecting? Oh man, uh, everything. I know. <laughs> no. Try and narrow it down. <laughs> collecting our hearts, man. You know it. <laughs> now, uh, the big one for me right now, because and we've discussed this uh, on the side before. Um, I got into Funko Pops, uh, just like Alan mentioned, um, and it's mainly because of the. Uh, initial investment so uh, before that I was into shoes I can definitely hashtag blame Los for my <laughs> shoe collection uh, those of you guys watching the Let's stream the right back, now though. Let's get in the background yeah yeah I have my shoe collection in the back um, shoot the collection used to be a lot bigger but I think I sold almost 20 pairs in the last year uh, I definitely slimmed down the shoe collection but um, the Funko Pop collection is definitely getting bigger. Um, and like I said, it's just because they're much cheaper. Um, going from a pair of shoes that is, what, $200? Yeah, 200 180 yeah. 220 something like that. To a Funko Pop, like I got one for $5 today. You know what I mean? Like so much cheaper. Um, there are so many different lines and stuff like that. So, uh that's currently what I'm collecting, but uh, my I have another collection that I haven't mentioned yet that is going to be very hard to finish, um, and I don't know if I ever will, but the last couple years, uh, I think it's been five years now, at Comic-Con, Bandai has been coming out with a, they called it the Legacy Collection, mm -hmm. um, so... There are how many pieces? There's the blaster. The first one was the the, uh, the power morphers. Yeah. Was the the was gold the first the one. Four plated. Yep. Yep. So oh yeah, that's the thing too. So there there are pieces that are coming out, and they're all gold plated. So the first one, like Los mentioned, was the power morpher. The second one mm -hmm. was the dragon dagger. The Woo! third one, yeah. The third one was the uh, saba sword. Yep. And then the most recent one was the blaster, um, and all of them are gold plated. 
Yeah, and the only one I'm missing, because I didn't know at the time, um, I didn't know that they released it at the time, was the Power Morpher. And if you look at eBay prices right now for that Power Ridiculous. Morpher... It's like I think like six hundred at least. Oh my god! Just Whoa. for the morpher, just for the yep. morpher. Um, if Do I were have, to sell, you, said you don't have one. I don't have one. I don't have okay. one. Okay. But what, what, was this the one that you didn't that you sold? You gave off to uh, Ed? No, no, no. no. So that was, a, that, was a, that was a sword. Oh, the that, dagger. Okay. That was a dagger. That was a dagger. So okay. There's Holy a little story smokes. about that. Um, the. Well, let's just go into the prices real quick of Yeah, what was the original price piece. of that? So that one the Morpher, was... I think it was sixty. It was <laughs> oh, sixty. God. Yeah. Because wow. it this wasn't even that crazy. Profit, right? Or a thousand percent profit. Is yeah, that right? Just about. Um so sixty It was sixty dollars for the Morpher. The sword was more. I wanna say the sword oh I'm sorry, the dagger was like one twenty. And well, then Saba, it was like 24K plated gold, right? Wasn't it? Yeah, all of them mm-hmm. are. All of them are. Um, so yeah, the and that's dagger. That's the difference between the Comic Con exclusives and the Toys R Us versions is that there was a 4K plated gold on it on the yeah. Comic Con exclusives, and it was and black, black and gold. Yeah, they like black versions. Yeah. So mm-hmm. the uh, dagger was 120. The Saba sword they bumped it up to 180. And I think the blaster, because it was smaller, it dropped to 160. Um, if I were to sell the three weapons, I can. I saw them going on eBay for like 2,600. Oh my! The gosh. weapons, yeah, just for the weapons. Um, yep. And then obviously adding the morpher, the price shoots through the roof. Um, but that's why the, that's the collection that i have right now and i'm kind of waiting to see what bandai does this year at comic-con um because i want to see if they're going to continue the line i don't think did the blaster come out last year Um, that was last year was that last year's okay so they haven't announced what uh this year's is going to be i would hope that it's uh a special edition helmet because i know this year bandai came out with the wearable like life-size helmets yep. um, and that they have a white ranger yeah they have them but if they have like a special you know black with gold uh green ranger version or white ranger version um that would just be oh man i would pull some wear strings it. to make you sure wear i get it. that <laughs> oh, <I'd wear> it. <laughs> um, so those are the collections that i'm I have going right now, at least my high dollar collection, um, and uh, we'll see what happens. Hopefully, I complete it one day. That power morpher, though. Jeez. Uh, yeah, I got you. Five hundred be... right now. What's that's up? on the the secret secret Five hundred right now. <laughs> oh, don't tempt me! Don't tempt me! <laughs> Five hundred cash and the blue I got Ooh. you. And you have to you have to drive here. Hey, I'll be down there. <laughs> you have to drop local, local pickup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. You know what's funny is that like I I'm watching your stream and you have the uh, shoes in your background, but I think Randy and I can always trace back our shoe collecting to uh, one. I know we talked about like we always remember our first shoe that we started collecting. Yep. We can always we can always call back our one specific shoe that um that we collected or that we that began our collection and uh, Randy. Which shoe was that? 
Oh yeah. So let's fill in a little story real quick. It's the uh, the Jordan 11 7210 that came mm-hmm. out uh, in 2015. I believe it was the mm-hmm. fall of 2015. Yeah. Um, uh, Christmas. And Christmas. Yeah, yeah, the Christmas shoe. Um, that one we just stumbled on. We <clears throat> went on oh, vacation. Yeah. We went to the Nike store in New York. Um, that is now closed. Really? They yeah, it's down? closed now. Yeah. Oh. Um, well, yeah. So we went there, and we were just walking around, not planning on really buying anything. Um, and then we heard the employees kind of talking about that they got a restock in of these shoes. And me, I was like, eh, I'm not really into shoes. I can't really justify spending $200 on shoes. <clears throat> um yeah. And they were there. I saw them, and I was like, "Okay, you know, we uh, they have not them. only did we see them, we poached them." Yeah, yeah. Like definitely. we waited, we waited for them. We to camped be like, out. We yeah, were definitely we camped just out like, for okay, that stuff. What, what's what are the employees doing? Um, and it's funny because we actually gave up. We were leaving, uh, yeah. and Alan's sister was gonna buy something, so we went downstairs to the registers, and they had. I think it was like three or four more pairs left and they just so happened to be our sizes so yeah. i was like uh all right uh, on top of have, that we had we had the um the we coupons. had a coupon yeah. yeah so we got them for cheaper than retail yep so that was what started it all three of us got a pair um mm-hmm. all discounted well, not, not all three of us we all well, all three of us yeah, did not get a pair yeah two of us got a pair alan got a single uh because his shoe was the display shoe and they gave him the box thinking that both were in there but his actual other shoe was somewhere else so the next day he had to go back to uh the nike store and they were actually flying out oh yeah it was new year's eve this was Uh, new year's eve in new york city yeah So so he had to go back and get it oh that was funny I went back and got it New Year's Day, but we went there New Year's Eve, and luckily they were open and they they had restocked. And you know, New Year's Eve in in Times Square in in downtown uh, New York, um, that that's a service in itself. So there's like, you know, we we went to the subway and we went to Grand Central Station, and when we got out of Grand Central Station, it was like packed with armed, yeah. you know, with armed people. We we're just like, dude, this yeah. is crazy. Um, and then we made our way to Nike because that's what any person does when, on New Year's <laughs> Eve <laughs> in, you know, in Manhattan. But we went to Nike and then, you know, they had it and we're just like, holy smokes. And we, we picked it up and then we got home later that night and we're like, oh, let's try it on. dude. <laughs> let's try it on. Let's take our picture. And I opened up my box and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, I was so beside myself. I'm like, oh my god! And I called, and they're like, you're the size 13. And I was like, yeah, I'll come by and pick that shit up tomorrow. Do not give that shit away. So like, I went by, I went there the next day, um, and it was a, it ended up breaking even because I spent, I spent quite a bit trying to get there uh, and back, um, uh, just to pick it up again. So, but it, it was fun. It was a story. Um, it's probably a story I'll tell my grandchildren. So uh, wow, your grandkids! Wow, <laughs> this is what you know. This is what your uh, uncle, your grandpa Lo started us with. <laughs> yeah, so that and that started the blame Lo's trend. Uh, yep. Yeah. 
Rob, what about you? Nice. Do you have any um do you have any collections going on? Uh any collections um, you're starting or completing? Yeah, uh one one collection that we mentioned or touched on a little bit was uh, was Lego. Uh, uh-huh. when I was a kid growing up, I wasn't super into them, but uh as I got older, it just became a really cool hobby. I kind of liked just like the building aspect and like there's an end point to them. Um and then they just they got really awesome uh licensing to Star Wars which is really what got me into them pretty hardcore was that they had a bunch of like ships and minifigures and all that type of stuff. And then uh, of course with Comic-Con uh, Lego always has uh, pretty awesome, pretty nasty exclusives. Um, whether it's the, the minifigures you have to line up for, or when they have like uh, sets like convention exclusive sets that you can only get at Comic-Con. Um, so yeah. Um, that those, I mean, that's an ongoing uh, collection that uh, that I'm always building on. Um, and for me, like with with Lego, because they're always like generating all these like new sets all the time, um, I consider it like a completed set or like one that's done um, when it's like that for that series. So like uh, Rogue One came out, and that's the set that I like recently finished, maybe a month or two ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was with all the Toys R Us closing. Um, uh, our buddy Pat was able to secure the last piece that I needed, which was like the the A wing. Wait, um, so that was, you have that was really dope. every single Rogue One set? Yeah, the U wing, the the ATST, even, even like the small random sets. Yeah, there's there's one. It was the uh, the little battle pack with the uh, Death Troopers that came out. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Little twelve. That is a nice I, collection. Yeah, yeah, they're they're not they're not huge like the little one-off movies like that and Han Solo. They're they're only like five or six pieces maybe. I think Rogue One has like seven or eight. Um, they're not too hard to come by. For. And the other thing with that is that I I either pay regular price or uh, or I try to catch that stuff on sale. Um, and I wasn't really trying to catch the the Rogue One sets, but they started going on clearance, and I was able to pick up some of the like the ninety or hundred twenty dollars sets for like thirty. Um, oh, that's not bad. So that made yeah that made it really easy. Um, and the other thing that's like an ongoing collection um, is uh, steelbooks. I'm really into collecting like yes, Blu-ray steelbooks. steelbooks, man. <laughs> they, uh, they're really ill. Like I used to make fun. I used to work yeah, at Best Buy really like dope. eight years ago. I used to have these buddies, um, and uh, they would always like fight to get like steelbooks when we caught them in. And then they would also try and trade them, but they were always trading like I guess it's really big in Europe, like the German and Italian steelbook versions. And I just think that they were crazy because they were spending like eighty, hundred dollars like per steelbook. But then you go on eBay and see some of these like the value for some of them, and some of them go for like two hundred, three hundred bucks or something like that. Like uh, the the holy grail for a lot of people for Marvel at least, the Marvel steelbooks are always you know the ones that sell out and the ones that are like hard to come by. As I think it's the uh, Thor: The Dark World steelbook is like really hard to come by. Hmm. Um. So yeah, I, I don't have that one in my collection, but yeah, once once I once I started, you know, building up a little collection now, like any movie that's coming out, I'll like research to see if there's a the steelbook coming out. Um and I try to, to keep it to where like I'm not collecting every single steelbook that comes out, but it's like movies that I've seen that I want like I would watch over and over again. Like yeah. uh you know, I'm not gonna get the, the steelbook for I don't know. Yeah, shit, I don't I guess Cast I would away get it or public. some shit. <laughs> <laughs> Benjamin Button or something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, so yeah, Lego, Lego, and Steelbooks are the are the ongoing ones for me right now. Um, all right. So we've so we've discussed quite a bit of the collect the ongoing collections that we have. But um, 
uh, I want to reach out to you guys and I want to know like, you know, and we've discussed like the value return on investment, especially on the, the Power Ranger, like Black Series one that you guys mentioned from Comic-Con. Um, are there any other, uh, I guess, items or parts of your collection that you consider like your biggest cop? Um, like more pointedly, like what's the most like prized possession out of all your collections? Like that thing that, you know, you look back on your shelf and you kind of just smile and like, and you're like, fuck yeah, dude, that's, I got that. That's like super hard to get. And it's, it's right here. Um, Randy, do you have anything like that in your collection? Uh, so off the top of my head, I was, I was gonna say something. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll say it anyways. So what I have written down is my Yeezys, uh, the pirate blacks that I got. Um, oh, that raffle. Yeah. Yep. So for that one. I had to drive around. This was when I was living in uh, Massachusetts. Uh, I had to drive around all over Rhode Island uh, and Massachusetts for, it was like a few days we were driving around. When I got out of work, we were like, okay, let's let's start driving to get raffle tickets. Um, and it was my wife and I. And we drove around, and I even took the day off that the shoes were actually going to launch because I wanted to make sure I was going to be available for when they launched online. Um, Mm -hmm. And the night before the uh, websites launched, I got the call. Well, no, I didn't even get the call. My wife got the call saying uh, that she won a raffle and it was at this store. And you know, what size do I want? So I told her the size and all that stuff. Um, So, the grind for that one was was pretty tough. Uh, so as far as my shoe collection is concerned, that one's never going anywhere. Uh, I still wear that one. I'm I wear it all the time, and I'm definitely proud to wear it uh, because I think out of our entire uh, group of friends, I'm the only one with them. Yep. Um, so they um. were <laughs> definitely elusive. Um, so when it came to the shoes, those were my those were my uh, prized possession, but you guys got me talking about the uh, the Power Ranger set and that one, that entire set kind of, more specifically the dagger, has a special meaning to me. So that one, I'm not gonna. Uh, it's gonna be very hard for me to get rid of it if I ever have to. Um, and the story behind that was. Um, we were camping out at Comic-Con one year. Uh, it was preview night, I remember specifically. And we got there early. I want to say it was like 8 o'clock in the morning, and it didn't open until, was it, like 6? Um, yeah, no, so 5, 5 in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah. So we were there for a long time camping out just for that one uh, toy. We get there, and it was a madhouse. Bandai had no clue what they were doing. Um, the way that they did it was they handed out like vouchers, like tickets to people. And if you got the ticket, you got a chance to buy it. You were basically guaranteed to get uh, the item. So somehow in the giant crowd of people, I got one. And I think I was the only one that got one uh, mm-hmm. out of the group. Well, our buddy, Ed was or he's like the biggest green ranger fan i know um and he didn't get one and he even camped out with us which is rare 
but especially at that time like he wasn't really camping out for things but he really mm-hmm. wanted that mm-hmm. um so mm-hmm. he <laughs> so he camped out and he didn't get it and i saw the look on his face when i had the ticket and he didn't just the look of defeat that he had <laughs> uh and i felt so bad so i was like you know what he obviously wants it more than i do you know this is kind of like his dream item so i gave the ticket to him and i was like there you go you can have it dude you know it's it's not a big deal you know obviously that was the thing you wanted um so you can have it so he ended up buying it cool you know i accepted the fact okay you know whatever i hooked up a buddy then uh we went through comic-con did our thing comic-con ended and we went back to the house that we kind of use as the hub for comic-con and uh my uncle mike was like uh i need you to cover your eyes and i was like uh okay that's kind of weird i I guess he has a surprise for me um so i was blindfolded i was sitting there for a little bit next thing you know he uh said all right take off the blindfold and he had the dragon dagger there and he was like there you go that's for you and I was like, wait a minute, what do you mean? And he was like, I, I was able to... Yeah, I was like, wait a minute, like, who'd you steal this from? <laughs> What's going from on? Ed. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then he was like, well, while you guys were in Hall H, uh, I think because that was when we were doing Friday Hall H as well, because um, we did two days of Hall H back then. Um, yeah, he was like, while you guys were in there, I was able to get a ticket, and I bought it, and you can have it for free. And I was like, what? So he hooked me up with the dagger for free. Um, and basically, it was because uh, it was karma, basically. Uh, so that one is going to be very hard for me to give away if I ever had to. That's kind of kind of my prized possession when it comes to those. Uh, but what about you, Los? What's, what's that one? Um, in more recent years, it's the... Uh... A present that was given to me for my wife. Um, it was the uh, off-white Jordan ones. Ooh boy! So, that oh one God. is like that one's the one right there uh, for my sneakers, at least. Um, you know those things are are really hard to come by, and what she paid for it is not even how much they're going for now. It, it actually went up from what she bought it from. Um, nice. When she originally bought it, which is crazy, right? Like. I think they're at like two thousand five hundred dollars now for that shoe. So oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So especially because so. it was it was the original one. Yeah, the original Chicago one. Yeah. Um, oh. Yeah. Very the, very. The first very cool. the first version. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I was really blown away by that. So that one's gonna be a, a keeper, um, unless we both decide that we need to let it go for some reason. But for now, that's staying. <laughs> and um, and this one is a uh, is uh. A different one. It's a, my car, my my Corolla, my 1986 Corolla GTS. Oh yes, um, that car is. Uh, I know you guys know how much money I spent to that car, and you know how much uh, I really wanted that car. So that's one of those cars where I mean I don't drive it too, but it's something I can't let go. It's you know put all the effort into it, sourced all the parts, chased down stuff from like Canada, Japan, and all that stuff. So. Oh my god, no. dude! <laughs> I didn't know it was yeah. like that. So that that car is gonna it's gonna stay with me for a while. I don't even think I'll let Aiden drive it. 
<laughs> no, no, no. I'm pretty sure, you know, he'll he'll drive that thing one day. Probably when he's 13, delivering like Chopin and. You know. <laughs> but yeah, you know that that car is a is a one of a kind. You don't see those cars too much anymore, right? Oh um, yeah, definitely. Definitely not. Yeah. So that one's gonna be a keeper for sure. Uh, yeah. That's awesome, man. Um, all right, so with with the all the wins and those heartwarming stories um there's the flip side to collecting um where instead of wins you just you just draw you just drew <laughs> draw them those l's man um so i'm gonna put it to uh, to alan um what is what do you consider the one that got away or uh, you know another uh, some you know in horrible horrible situations it's something that you passed on and that you like just you're always filled with regret because you passed on it do you have anything like that? Uh, Rob, I think you and I talked about this the other day. Um, and Randy's going to hate me for this because he's, he's an anti, he's a anti this shoe, but it's the uh, Jordan 1 top three. I'm not <laughs> anti that shoe. I'm all for the oh, shoe. Oh, no, you weren't? It's oh, Yaman. okay. Yaman hates that anti. shoe. Yeah, it's there funny because who, who was it? It was me. Uh, yeah, it was me. Uh, Rob and Yamin that were there at Frankenstein's, and they, I think they had them there for some really? odd reason. Wow. Yeah. No, no, they had the uh, they had keychains with all, like all these different oh, sneakers. Oh, that's right, that's right. They had keychains with different sneakers, and they had the top three, and I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, dude, and it it hurt so much because because Angelica had like had copped them on on Foot Locker. So I was like, um, you know what? I'll pass. But then now every time I see the dude, I'm like, I could have had you for retail. Yep. I could have had you for retail, and it sucks. That So it was that shoe. And the win, like, 96, I think. The red, the all red Jordan 11s. Oh, yeah. Oh, those, yeah. Are, those, those are Those that nice. just came out. Oh, yeah. my God. Every time those I see those nice. two shoes, I'm always like, just, just instant regret, dude. Just I like I've never felt I've never felt such remorse <laughs> like like I'm like oh you could be on my shoes you could be on my feet you know what I mean like and I'm not one to shy away from like wearing my shoes like I said like I wear my Yeezys to work I, yeah. I I wear all my shoes to work like and on days where I know I have a lighter um I, I don't have as many patients like I'll wear my gammas because they're not that's my holy grail like that's my holy grail but um. Like I'll wear my gammas to work, you know, just to flex on, just to flex on <laughs> kids, uh, coming into family practice. You know what I mean? Like I'll just, you know, I'll just wear my gammas. I'll wear my Yeezys. Like I, I wear my shoes, so I, I'm excited. But then when I see those two shoes, man, when I see those two shoes, the Jordan One Top Threes and the uh, Win like the Win Nine like Ninety Six, I think is that what they call the red yeah. ones. Yeah. Um, when I see those two, man, I just instant regret. I like I've never felt before. Like Jordan 11s are hands down my favorite shoes of all time, and uh, like and red is my favorite color. Um, so just you know, passing on those two, and uh, and when I say passing, I passed on them. Like I had them, I had them. Like, I think I had the I had the win like 96s like ready to to cart on sneakers. Nope. Didn't didn't cop them. I was like, I'm good. I'll be fine. I don't need <laughs> shoes. I don't need shoes anymore. I'm I'm doing triathlon. Nope. 
Fuck, <laughs> dude. I instant regret. I've ha- I I I've hated those two decisions. That's when that <sighs> um that that saying goes. Buy now, think later. Yep. Oh my pull god. Trigger, yeah. bro. Just pull it. <laughs> that, that can get you into Just so much trouble, trigger. dude. Think about it <laughs> that later. Can get you into so much trouble, like, and it. Oh man, like. Ah, oh, dude, those I just I wish I could go back into time and like tell my sister, yeah, cop those, cop those top threes, and then you know I could have told myself like, yeah, you're gonna want these to win like ninety six is more than anything else, but um, yeah, those are those are my biggest L's. What about you, Rob? Oh man, uh, biggest biggest regret is uh, is tied to uh, to Lego. Um, I don't know if you guys remember this this movie even. Um, but when they they were when Fox was still dabbling with what they wanted to do with uh, with the X Men movies, they tried to branch out and do origin stories. So they had came out with the Wolverine origin movie, which yeah, was yep. pretty fucking garbage. Um, <laughs> and they stopped but, Gambit from happening. <laughs> just put that yeah, slow that to a halt. Yeah. Um, but it was the introduction of Deadpool, and so they uh, the horrible horrible introduction of Deadpool. Um, but with that and with that uh, movie coming out, they they also like unleashed a wave of Marvel uh, superhero figures. And because of this movie, they had a Lego set where it was like a chopper um, with Wolverine, Deadpool, and Magneto as the minifigures. And I, I actually I had purchased it and I had it in my collection. I had it like new and sealed and everything. Um, and then the set got discontinued, and I think it, it was going for like twenty five bucks or something like that. So once the thing with Lego is that they really don't devalue very much. Um, you can, for the most part, you can buy a set ten years later, um, sell it for what you bought it oh, for. At least, at least, like the uh, the piece count um, would would stay the same about. So you're you're able to like keep your money for the most part. But with this one, I think it doubled. Um, I think it went up to like fifty bucks. So I sold it on eBay. I didn't think anything of it. Um, but then it turned out oh, like that's they've they've never reprinted that Deadpool figure. And so that's the only way. Anybody that has a legit Lego Deadpool figure um, is only from this set. And I think it's like set number 6866 or something like that. But um, yeah, they've never reprinted it or anything. And since then, you know, we've, we've all seen that like he's had his own uh, two of his own like solo movies. And so that that price keeps like going up a little bit to get it like yeah. a new new uh, un, like uh, a sealed set like that. Um, yeah, and I, I think it's it's because of like what he stands for as far as like the profanity and everything. Um, they probably won't ever reprint him or like, give him another Lego set. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, that's that's the one that I I'm kind of bummed I let get away. It was it's a similar situation to your story, Alan, where you like kind of had it in your fingertips, you had it in your hands, and you just kind of like shrugged it off and you just didn't know the the hurt that you'd be <laughs> feeling later on. Wait, do you um, know? how much the set is going for now uh i've seen some like buy nows are like a buck 50 or something like that but there's other ones um i'm not sure how legit they are but they're like 60 70 bucks so um, So not too bad but yeah it's not still yeah yeah. okay it's it's still a possibility um i think there was one time uh, i think you were with me randy boy somebody was with me i was walking around comic-con a few years ago and they had the lego set or at least the box for it, and we went up and asked, and the guy was like, "No, no, it's just the helicopter that's in there." Oh, I, I like, do kind of remember that. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "I don't want the fucking helicopter." Um, so yeah, that's 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 my biggest uh, L or biggest regret. 
Um, so with with the wins and the losses stories, um, what's what's the best like chase story that you guys have had? Um, you know, like what 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 is what what's like something that you have in your collection that it it really took a lot out of you to try and and come up with it, and it it like adds to your collection. Um, but the the fact like the way that you got it has a really good story behind it. Uh, Los, you got any stories like that? Mm, I think chase wise is um my car so the a6 crawl i had i you know i was on the uh the forms i think i was looking for one like one that was in a condition that i wanted it in and you know i didn't have too much problems i think it was like at least a maybe six month research trying to find one and i ended up finding one in uh, virginia so you know it was it was kind of weird because you know the car is all the way in virginia we we're out here in socal um, i had the guy facetime me so he can show me around the car, you know, show me no the things way. he did to the car. Yeah, I know it, it sounds sketch, but it, it was the only way I could get it, you know, get it to to make sure what I was buying was was legit. So that was the one thing that I had to to chase down, basically, because for the most part, um, when I do miss out on something uh, and it gets out of reach where it costs too much, I'll, I'll tend to, to stay away from it for a while unless it, I come across it again. But this gotcha. car was was one of those, and just trying to get the car rebuilt and um and restored was the chase too. Finding those parts like the OEM seats from like I had to get like like I said earlier the the rear seats I got from Canada. I got some door panels from Japan and uh, a center Jeez. dash I was able to get from a guy in Riverside. So it was it was like a lot of a lot of searching for parts because yeah. parts for that car is, is not cheap and it's not hard to find or it's not easy to find anymore. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that that was cars all about chasing. That's nasty, dude. Um, did you end up having to drive it down from Virginia, or did you get it like shipped down here? No, I got it shipped. Luckily, the the shipping wasn't too bad, so I got it shipped out here. And it was funny. I wasn't I wasn't in town when it came in, and uh, I was living with my parents at the time. And my dad was like, "Hey, there's like a random car that just showed up." And he said, what kind of junk is this? I'm like, it's a 1986 Corolla. So, you know. But, yeah. I'm, I'm assuming it was in pretty good condition because you're, I mean. It was decent. Like, the guy did, a, the guy did like, a, like a spray job on the paint. So, it wasn't the best, but it wasn't bad. I had some, some dents, some rust, and that was pretty much it. The car ran great. Like, uh, it was uh, rebuilt. So, the motor was good. It actually had a turbo in it. And that I took out just so I can get it smogged, uh, but yeah, that one was a a tough one to get to where it's at now. <laughs> oh man! But so, but what's that feeling though when you do like go and visit it and like the garage opens or whatever and you get to see it? Like yeah, what's and the Shane like this? <laughs> every time, every time we we go to my parents' house, I just stare and look at it, and the next <laughs> words that come out of everyone's mouth is, "When are you gonna sell it?" Ah. <laughs> But they know I'm not gonna get rid of that. But that that car, every time I, I open the garage and that's the first thing I see, it's like, man, that's my car. <laughs> that's awesome, man. Uh, Alan, how about you, man? What's what's your best chase story? Um, it's Jordan's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, there wasn't much. I mean, like with all my shoes, like I pretty much copped them all at retail. There's only two shoes that I didn't pay retail for, but um, like just people helping out with like alley oops with me you know what i mean like helping me cop shoes i wanted like ran you know i could go back with 
Randy helping me with uh, with the uh, undefeated Air Maxes. Um, I'm a big mm-hmm. fan of mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm a big fan of everything undefeated. Um, and Randy helped me out with that. And uh, actually, it was pretty dope because I copped him too. But um, Ran- you know, Randy secured the bag, as if you will. Um, and we got that. So just you know, everyone helping me out with shoe copping, like whether it's the Jordan Eleven, the Gammas um with yamin or um randy with the air max 97s uh those <clears throat> those have been pretty good chase stories but i mean not so much not so much a chase but like just you know helping people helping out with an assist um like and i i did mention before you know, I'm, I'm collecting like the race chamois or race towels so i guess like i can go back to any half iron man or iron man race like where i went out and earned you know, earn that spot, earn that spot on that, um, you know, in the finishers line. Um, I guess um, my <clears throat> my Iron Man jacket, my Iron Man finisher jacket, like uh, it it'll be one of many um, that I plan on doing. Like I remember, Rob and I talked about this last night. How at the end of the race, Randy and Rob asked me, "Will you do this again?" And I was like, "In adamant, hell no." Um, <laughs> And, I mean, it just takes a lot out of you. And then, um, you know, after thinking about it, I'm like, I could do this again. I just don't want to do it at this weight. You know, like I, if I lost more weight, I'd, I'd be more than willing to do it. Um, and the holy grail of Ironman races is Ironman Kona, which is the um, world championships for Ironman. And the only, there's two ways to get in, or actually there's there's more than two ways, but um, the two popular ways to get in is one, um, you can win your age group or be placed in the top one percent of your age group. Um, and I think that usually, depending on your age group and how big it is, it would be only the top two or top three, or maybe only the one person at the very top of your age group to win, and then you would be invited to Kona. And the other way to do it, um, which is uh, really expensive and really hard on the body is is legacy, and when you like when what it means to legacy into Ironman Kona is if you do ten Ironman Konas in um, I think con- in consecutive years, then you or not Ironman Konas, but if you've done ten consecutive Ironman triathlons, you're talking about the full 140.6 Jesus um, miles. And you do t- uh, ten of those consecutive. I think consecutively in a, like in years, so like ten consecutive years, um, you can legacy into it. So I can legacy into it by age forty. I don't know if I want to. It, you know, like I I put in six months of training, you know, into this, um, and just training nonstop, you know, for six days a week. <clears throat> so if we're talking about chases, man, like that that Iron Man jacket. I I plan on collecting. Uh, jackets for you know for every Iron Man that I do, and eventually probably do the. There's a, the, Iron Man does this one dope jacket where it just says Iron Man finisher, and then on the back it has patches, so you can add a patch for every race that you've done. That's and they enjoy, yeah, they like sew it on your jacket. So eventually, when I get enough races under my belt, like I'd want to do that. But definitely the Iron Man finisher jacket um, that says Iron Man Santa Rosa. Um, finisher 
and it has like the 2.4 mile swim, 112 mile bike, and 26.2 mile run on the back, and list of and list your accomplishments like that. That's by far is my base uh, best chase story. Nice dude, and I, I mean, yeah, dude, that that that's one of those things where like it's a it's an actual like chase. Like, yeah, <laughs> chasing, chasing, mentally, chasing the finish line. Yeah, that's nuts, dude. Um, all right, so I, I kind of want to take it back to the roots of like maybe kind of get uh, into like why we are the way we are. Um, and basically it's, it's the question of what got us into collecting, um, for some of us, I, I guess you would have to also like personally have to like think of one of the collections that you guys have going. Um, but it's, it's what got you into this certain collection. Um, you know, so I'm looking for reasons kind of like, you know, is it childhood nostalgia? Is it, uh, so maybe it's a collection that was passed down from someone else. Like maybe you inherited like comic books from an uncle or something like that. And that's, that's what's, uh kind of kept you going was that you're kind of finishing someone else's legacy um randy do you have anything uh to add to that uh like what got you into one of your collections um so we briefly touched on shoes um because well i shouldn't say briefly but we touched on shoes and uh i i kind of mentioned earlier that i never really wanted to get into shoes i never thought that shoes especially being the price that they are was justified um and it's funny because there's a story with los um from i if i recall it's like 2013 uh my holy grail shoe at the time uh was coming out and he i i kind of posted on facebook about it i was like oh man you know if anyone can get me these shoes let me know and Lowe's hit me up and said, hey, if you really want it, let me know. I can get it for you. No problem. And when it came down to uh, fork up the money, I was like, mm, nah, uh, I, can't, I can't do it. Um, so I held off. I held off and I slept on it. And that was basically kind of like my, uh, my L, if we're going to go back to that topic. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, and it slipped through my fingers. Um and then fast forward down the line, Los again was there when I started getting into shoes. So when it, uh, anytime I associate shoes and my collection and who was the person that kind of nudged me in that direction, I'm definitely going to go with Los. Uh, and that's why, you know, we use the hashtag anytime we post about our shoes with hashtag blame Los. Um, because, I mean, if it wasn't for him, the majority of us wouldn't have shoe collections or even really care about the shoes that we buy um, and stuff like that. And then for Pops, uh, since that's the more recent collection, uh, it was more uh, my brother-in-law, B, and we mentioned him. He has a shop. Um, just seeing all the stuff that he posts on Facebook or on uh, Instagram and the collections that he has and and all that stuff i i always kind of watched from afar and uh more recently there were some good collections that came out or some good lines uh more specifically like the destiny one um some of the marvel ones like the infinity war line and stuff like that and those looked awesome um so i was like okay you know i'll i'll get one or two and then it kind of started snowballing and then going back to the initial investment that I mentioned earlier too, I was like, shoes are dope and everything, but 
I can't afford spending $200, $300, you know, every couple of weeks. And shoes come out every weekend. So it was like, <laughs> man, like when ridiculous. we were, yeah, when we were deep into collecting, I was buying shoes every weekend, you know, like over $1,000 a month just on shoes. And I was like, man, I can't keep doing this. Um, mind you, we were selling some shoes as well to kind of maintain the, uh, the, uh, so, like the recycle program exactly yeah <laughs> you buy one sell it to pay for another one um but pops you know they were cool they're you have that sense of hunt still um but the initial buy-in is way lower um and it's easier let's be real here it's easier than shoes um so oh, yeah yeah that for that's, now we, yeah for now um so that's how i got into game, it getting ridiculous too oh yeah oh yeah definitely definitely uh what about you rob um so one of the the collections i mentioned before were the uh, the gundam wing uh bandai figures um and for me that's that's just straight nostalgia um i used to run home and i used to just watch gundam wing and i thought it was the the coolest uh anime that i'd ever seen before um and like i said the, the toys are really awesome um so yeah for me it's it, yeah it really just takes me back to to being in middle school and being really into uh to mechs um one one thing that i guess i didn't really notice but uh my friends would bring up when they would come over uh, is they'd see the collection and I, I i used to meticulously like have them arranged like the original five gundams that i had collected i put them in the same like order and like the same stance as like the <laughs> the intro to the to the anime and um yeah for me like I feel weird in a if I have a collection like that going and there's pieces missing like if I want to display all of them like that if yeah. there's if there's you know there's you could tell like considerably there's a space there because I'm missing like tall geese 3 or something like that <laughs> um so for me it's 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 childhood nostalgia but and also it's like a completionist kind of thing for me too like um I know a lot of the the collections that we had mentioned like the Power Rangers and shoes and stuff there's not really an end goal but for yeah. me, like with this collection in general, um, it's done and it's been done for a long time. And uh, I actually, I think I had only like maybe like the OG, like, you know, 13 figures or whatever it was at the time. And then I found uh, uh, one of those like buy, sell, trade video game stores like off uh, Sports Arena Boulevard down here in San Diego. And the guy had a bunch of these old Gundam Wing figures and it were like all the ones I was missing. So I was able to pick up all, and it, it turns out they were the ones that like nobody really collected. Um, so they're the ones that like collected dust and like nobody was buying. So that's why he had so many of them left over. You know, like you go into like a comic book shop and they'll have old ass like dusty figures. Yeah. And these are the one, the exact ones I was missing. So I was able to, to pretty much finish the collection like, like 10 years later. Um, but I'm still, I, I still, I'm still missing two out there. So you still have them. Um, I still have them, dude. Yeah. Wow. Uh, okay. Dope. So I don't know if I'll, if I'm ever able to, and that's one thing I like check for at Comic Con too to see, but nobody's ever carrying them. And if they are, it's like the figures I already have. So yeah, yeah the hunt, the hunts, the hunts out there. I haven't seen them on eBay, so that makes it really tough too. The hmm. the figures have been out of production for a long time. So we'll we'll see. Um, yeah, and I mean that kind of brings me to uh, so one of our last questions here. We're kind of bringing it home soon. Um, 
But in general, you guys, uh, this is a question for all of us. I think we're going to start with Lowe's here. But um, what do you consider to be your, your holy grail um, from your collection? So it has to be something that you don't have in your collection yet. But if you were able to come up or find it or something like that, what's something that you're just like really striving for? You see it somewhere and you're like, yeah, dude, that's, that's it. That's, that's the most wanted um, thing on the list right there. So right now it's it's the Air Force One PlayStations, and it, it just brings oh, it brings the best of the two things that I really like together. You know, video games and sneakers. Like collabs are, aren't collabs like the best, right? When they bring two things that you love together. Oh yeah, yeah. one good product. Yep. So right now it's that. That's that's the one thing that I'm I want I want to go for right now. And I know they had um they came out back in two thousand and six, I believe. Um, the original Air Force One PlayStations, yeah. and I only know like one guy um, that has them. Um, I don't know if you guys know who uh, Mark Man Twenty Three is, but I went to high school with them. He was a big shoe and video game guy. Um, he's got them, and dude, oh, wow. those shoes are, are really really nice. I think they go for like two thousand dollars now, oh, two three thousand dollars. Oh but, my gosh! But I'll settle Jeez. for the ones that just came out like last month, right? And no one for like three hundred bucks, three four hundred dollars, but. Um, not in the budget right now, but definitely if I can come across them on a good price, I'll definitely try to get those. But, but as of like a holy grail that I have right now, it's got to be my Nintendo in the box with all the instructions still. I Jeez. still have that. Nasty. Yep. The original <laughs> Nintendo. So, yep. That was, the, that was one of the uh, come-ups I was able to get while I was working at GameStop. So, you know, shout out to GameStop. <laughs> Got a lot of stuff from them. So, yeah, that's mine. All right, Alan, how about you, man? What's your holy grail? Um, well, what was my holy grail that I've since copped is uh, are the Jordan 11 Gamma Blues. Um, those were <clears throat> those were always like the biggest. Um, those are the biggest ones that I've always wanted. Um, and then being a Laker fan, like the fact that I I have the Mamba Day um, Nike ID Kobe 11s. Um, Though, like, you know, obviously they're Nike IDs, so they can't be recreated, I guess. Um, but those yeah. only came out that day. Um, they don't, they haven't released them ever again since that day, which was, I think it was like 413. Um, yeah, it has it on the actual shoes, 413, 2016. Um, and so those are my, those are the Holy Grails that I have and I own. But um, some Holy Grails that I want um are probably uh again they're going to be shoes um the zebra yeezys the 350s oh yeah mm. uh, oh yeah that's right love those i love i just love flashy uh shoes um and also the uh kobe protros the undefeated protros Ooh. oh man those are yeah. god those like, are a pretty penny they, they are very <laughs> They're very pretty, and uh, it's a very shiny penny too. Like those, those would be my grails. Like obviously, they're just definitely not in the heart of the cards right now. Um, don't have the budget for it, um, especially resale value. Don't have it. Um, but those, those would be my grails, dude. Like trying to think of any other grails that like that don't have to be sneaker related. But those, oh man, those would definitely have to be it. Yeah, I think uh, where. We, we tend to go with the sneakers because of the prices, 
right? Um, and I'm just going to segue that right into my holy grail because just like you guys, uh, it's sneaker related. And I've already come to the conclusion I'll never get it unless somehow oh, I win fuck. the lotto. I know what it is. And it's the lotto like coming up soon um, because I've come to the conclusion that I'm never going to get the Yeezy Red Octobers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like yeah. obviously – uh, you guys know me. I'm a pretty big Kanye fan. Um, and the Red Octobers, I mean, I wasn't really into shoes back then. But just seeing that all red shoe was fire. Like, oh, man. Like, And now I have a thing for all red shoes because of that shoe. Um, and realistically, now they're going for... Well, let's just say about five to six thousand yeah, dollars, roughly. Yeah. Um, and the thing that sucks is that let's just say I were to buy it now, it's already getting really old. I don't even remember yeah. the actual year that it came out. I think it was like twenty twelve or something like that. Twenty thirteen, I was. It was when yeah. Pacquiao fought Bradley because I was trying to get those shoes during that fight. Yeah, so it was a long time ago. <laughs> but the thing is, is that they're starting to age already. And it's like, okay, so let's say I save up. Somehow I'm able to save up $6,000 for a pair of shoes. By the time I'm done doing that, it's going to be, what, maybe 10 years? The shoe's going to be 10 years old? crumble. Yeah. So it's like, Uh, realistically, I'm never going to get a pair of those. And they're never going to come out again. Um, And, yeah, it's the holy grail that I'll never obtain. So, yeah. What about you, Rob? What's yours? um my holy grail I, th- I think the one that's one that i'm like happy that's in my collection um and it's gonna go to my my steel books is the uh the rogue one steelbook okay. um yeah apparently they like uh and it's from best buy i think you can you can like import it from from another country and they like made some like bootleg one but the best buy steelbook um was heavily like under manufactured um, so they didn't make too many of them, and uh, I actually had to pre-order. Uh, that's, that's the way I do my steelbooks now, is I pre-order so that I'm able like to guarantee uh, a copy when I go into store. Um, uh-huh. That one I picked up, and uh, it's apparently it's the only version that you can like steelbook that you can get where it also has the, the 3D copy in it, and so that's why it's like highly sought after too. Is like people that want the 3D version and a steelbook, it was only available this way. Um, so that's, that's one thing I'm really happy that's in my collection. I think it, like on eBay, they're not too bad. It's still like 50, 60 bucks, but, um, the bad. fact that it's a, a limited number. So there's like a very finite, like number of them out there. It's as the years go on, it's going to be harder and harder to, to come by. So I'm really glad that I got that. Um, as far as like Holy Grail, that's not in my possession. Um, and it, it recently was, uh, re-released, but, um, it was the Lego, Millennium Falcon uh, Ultimate Collector Set. Oh, yes. <laughs> so um, oh, I was really hyped that they re-released it. Uh, um, originally, they had released uh, a version. I think it was back in like 2008 or something like that. And it was like uh, 5,000 pieces or something like that. So it was going for like 500 bucks. Um, and I had seen it at uh, Toys R Us like on the bottom shelf. I guess somebody bought it online and then returned it in store. Um, so it was the only one that I had ever seen, like in real life, and the box was like all messed up. And, oh, jeez! Uh, 
<laughs> I actually like worked a bunch of overtime. I got like a really nasty paycheck. And this is still, I was working like part-time, like a college kid. And I was like, dude, I think I'm going to go buy it. And I went into the store and they, they had sold out oh, and it was man. gone. And it was like a retired set, like on, on Lego.com. And then of course on eBay, it was going for like a thousand, 1200 bucks or something like that. Um, so, and it's just recently it got, uh, uh, released again as an ultimate collector set, but now it's it's up there. It's uh it's like eight thousand pieces or something like that, and it's uh it's eight hundred bucks. Oh, so it's wow. still, still pretty <laughs> pricey. Um, but yeah, it's it's pretty much a holy grail just because yeah, I would need to to pretty much get a second job or something like that to to Jeez. for the wife to let me for the wife to be okay with me getting it. But even then, I think I would have to kind of buy it and then just deal with the consequences. Would you build it? Oh man, I think uh, I may, I think I would have it in the box for for a year or two just to see what happens after it retires. But um, yeah, it's something I would I would want to build. It's one of the, I've seen like it built like at the Lego store and it's huge. It like I, I would be I would be one of those people that bought it and then like built a custom coffee table or something <laughs> to display it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that that does it for uh for Holy Grails, guys. Um, we're gonna bring it home with our very last and final question. And it actually comes from a, uh, from user Shay.gs on Instagram. Uh, Lowe's, I think you know who she is. It's, uh, <laughs> it's Shane. Uh, she's a huge, huge, uh, one of our biggest supporters, one of our biggest fans is very vocal about us. Um, so any of our loungers, uh, listeners that are out there right now, uh, you know, be cool, be like Shane. Um, she actually was, <laughs> was able to give us, uh, this uh question because we're a lot more active on instagram and um so if you want if you have any questions for us this is the best way to reach us post it as a comment um slide it as a dm um and yeah we will maybe we'll feature you here on the show and maybe down the road we'll, we'll do prizes or something like that um but sorry shane you gave us this one for free um <laughs> so <laughs> this is for all of us here um uh, she wants to know what was the most money that we've uh, put down for something because we wanted it so bad just to have it in our collection. Um, so Los, question from your wife, guest of honor. What Before do you think? That, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. What do you guys feel about resellers? Oh, <laughs> okay. Here we go. We're going to open so this, this door. In this community, in this collecting community, no matter what we collect, there's always resellers, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, man. And you're like, like, we hate them, but at the same time, it's like, they're the reason why it's hype. It's they're you know? the reason why it's hype, right? So yep. it's like, I don't know. I'm very indifferent about those guys, but you know, <laughs> it is the thing is, so funny. So okay, the way that I justify it, because let's be real here, all of us have resold something at some point, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh the yeah. The way I look at it is that if you have one of the item, do whatever you want. It's when you start getting. 10 of them 15 of them and then you start screwing other people over that's when it becomes an issue at least that's how i look at it because if i got so lucky to win my uh pirate black yeezys hey man i put in the work i went and i drove around i got all the raffle tickets i got lucky and i got a pair and if i sold that pair that's on me you know i could wear it i could wear it to to uh to the ground you know what i mean just beat it up or I could resell it to somebody that didn't have that opportunity. Granted, I'm going to make a profit, but that's really just to pay for my efforts. 
You know what I mean? Now, you know, we've seen on Instagram where you have a guy that has 60 pairs of the Pyro Black Yeezys, you know, screw that guy because he screwed over all those other people who wanted a pair. Exactly. And he used, you know, unorthodox methods to get those uh, items and stuff like that. So that's how I feel about resellers. Because, uh, yeah, we kind of dabble in it in a little bit. Do we do, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, but think, most of the I stuff think... most of the stuff that we've, like, resold, like, especially, like, exclusives, right? Like, we're, let's yeah. let's talk about, like, like, has, like, Comic-Con exclusives. We camped overnight. We, you know, we bought put tickets work. to Comic-Con. We put in the work for that. Yeah. Whereas somebody who, like, finessed the, you know, or got the exclusive, like, shade, like through a shady way, like they yeah, knew somebody. They know like, someone, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And pretty much the term is backdoored. You know, like if they yeah. if they backdoored the cop, and it's like, dude, like you fucked everyone else over because of your, you know, because you want to make a quick buck. Yeah. Albeit, it's a big buck, but at the same time, like <laughs> you have everyone else who's who wants to wear this shoe. You have everyone else who wants to you know, build this Millennium Falcon. You have everyone who wants to, you know, who wants to collect this toy because they need it. They need it for their last piece. You fucked everyone else over because you want to make a buck. But, but at the same time, mm-hmm. they're the reason why collecting is what it is. You know, like they're yeah. like, they're driving the market, you know, like, um, you know, they're like where there's a supply and there's a demand like that's you know that's pretty much what this is like where we want these shoes we want these exclusives and somebody's willing to pay for it you know for this shoe it, like an obscure amount like a six thousand dollars for red october is like somebody's willing to do it and because yeah, they've yeah. done it so yeah. and, and that's that's the part that sucks but at the same time it's like hey like that's where we're at and and you know what? That's why, like, when when Randy was talking about the, the pops, that's why I like about pops. You know, like you collect pops that you like because you like, or it's you know the show, you know the the movie, and sometimes they end up like going up in value. Uh, for instance, yeah. the, the original yeah. Power Ranger set that came out, the Red Ranger, Pink Ranger, and I think the I don't remember if it was the Blue or Black Ranger, but that initial set was that hot topic. It wasn't a chase. It yep. was just regular, you know, pop figures and. Those are, I think they're at like two, three hundred dollars now. Yeah, they're the most expensive ones out of yeah. all of them. And the White Which Ranger is technically the most. Um, and it's funny because I have it on my list as things that I want. I want the Power Ranger set. Um, yeah. But they're expensive now. But yeah, that's pretty crazy. But I mean, that goes to this, this question about, you know, like how much are you willing to drop on something that you really like, right? Yep. And right. for me, I think it wasn't really much me that bought it. Like I said, it was Shane bought me those off-white Jordan ones. She knew I really wanted them, and you know, she went out of her way and, and dropped the pretty penny on them. Uh, yeah. Granted that we can sell it and get more than what she bought it for, but you know that that shoe right there is has got to be like the it's like the the staple in the sneaker culture right now. It's like how much you're willing to drop, and are you willing to resell that for a higher price if it goes back up? You know. You know what's right. funny about that shoe she actually hit me up about that before she bought them and she wasn't going to buy them at first because they were too expensive she was actually going to buy the prestos and she was like should i get the prestos or the blazers 
And I was like, uh, well, I know he actually already has the acronym Prestos. So I was like, I mean, you can get him something different, but the Prestos out of the two look better. Um, so yeah. I was like, I would go with the Prestos. And then she messaged me later. She was like, man, he keeps looking at the Jordan 1s and he really <laughs> wants those. So I'm going to go buy those instead. I was like, dang, you're crazy because they were so expensive. But <laughs> I know. she did. I haven't worn them yet. Shoot, I she wouldn't. I'm wondering why. <laughs> I don't know why I wear them. She knows why I don't want to wear them. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, what about you guys? I know you guys have. I went that resale route before buying stuff off the the. the yeah, f- for me, the uh, the the must have in my collection uh, and the most money that I spent was three hundred dollars. Not a crazy amount, but it was still high, and it was because I took that L many years ago um, for uh, the Jordan Thirteen Dirty Breads that came out. Um, that I had, I could have, I could have had them, but I slept on them. I didn't get them, and uh, it burned a hole in my soul for many years. <laughs> um, and basically, I I went out and got it for myself as kind of a uh, it was a promotion gift for myself when I when I found out I was getting promoted. I was like, you know what now. Now is the time I'm going to celebrate and buy myself something. And I forked up the $300 when they were, I think, 120 when they first came out. Um, One, I think 160 40 yeah. I think. Either way, they basically doubled uh, in price, and I I paid for it. And I definitely paid for it. Jeez. Um, but, but you still yeah, have them. I still have them. I wear them, and I wear them very proudly every time I do. Um, but yeah, what about you, Rob? What's yours? Um, most money I ever dropped to, to add something to my collection. I think it was around $80. Um, and it was for those same Gundam wing, uh, Bandai figures. It's, uh, it was the Ultron Gundam. So it's a uh, Chang Wu Fei's Gundam. He's a Chinese kid in the, in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, his Gundam is my favorite Gundam because, uh, the arms would turn into dragons and he would kind of like like you know shoot them at other mobile suits and like really take them out he used um, to and wreck this one people <laughs> he was nasty. <laughs> so nasty um and this this gundam his original one only had one arm that did it and this ultron was like the final version in the show and it had both and he yeah he would you know m- you know then he could like shoot it at two mobile suits or something um but it was one it was one of, like so the original line i think was like 10 bucks and then this figure came out and so it's considered it's considered a deluxe figure because it had like more stuff going on with it, um, and so this I think the price was like fifteen bucks. But I waited so long and I never found it in store. I found all the other ones, and so this one uh, I I waited too long and I, but I was still it was still early enough in my collecting where I was still able to find it on eBay. So I purchased it for eighty bucks, and uh, it turns out the I don't know the seller had like a mishap or like messed up, but um. I got the original package and, you know, it was fine. I opened it and like played with it, displayed it all meticulously. And then a few days later, a second one showed up in my house. What? <laughs> yeah. And so I still have it. It's still in the packaging and like the figure and the blister card and everything. And I actually forgot about it for the longest time. Uh, we just did some spring cleaning and I found it again. And so, yeah, man, maybe I'll, maybe I'll throw that on eBay and 
and get to reselling on that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe another dude's out there that's like me. Um, and yeah, and I don't. Uh, yeah, so I don't think we heard from Alan yet. Uh, what What's the most money you dropped on to com- to add something to the collection, Alan? Um. So I have these two shoes uh, up on my shelves, but um, I copped uh, the Jordan Eleven Gamma Blues. Uh, on resale at round two. Uh, I think they didn't come with a box, um, and they were they were pretty dirty when I got them. So like that's probably why they were so cheap. Because I think when I was first searching for them, they were like four hundred bucks, like four hundred fifty bucks. But these yeah. were on like these because they didn't come with a box and they're pretty beat up. Um, I think they were about like three fifty. Um, so I Yaman helped me out with that. Um, and I just you know I just windexed the you know, the patent leather, and then it was pretty much good to go. Um, and that was my holy grail. And then the one that actually that was surprising was, like, the Legend Blues that I have. They came with a box. They came with the shoe, the shoehorn, the tongue things, um, yeah. the wedges. And uh, those were 425 I think. Jeez. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, do I love these shoes. Like, they're so polarizing, like, with the one, the gammas being bl- like all black, and the legends being all white, like I just love, I just love the way they stand out. So those are, those are the most money I spent uh, on shoes or on on something that I needed to add to the collection. Nice, man. All right, and so that's that does it for us as far as the uh, the collection discussion goes. Um, so uh, we just hope everybody that's that's tuning in, all the loungers out there, uh, we hope you guys enjoyed your stay. Um, if you haven't done so, follow us on Instagram. We are at T-H-E-L-O-U-N-G-E-S-T. That's at the lounge S-T on, and that's on Instagram and Twitter. Um, so make sure you guys are out there. You're retweeting, commenting, sliding us those DMs, mm. those naughty DMs. Um, oh, God, God don't. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> uh, yeah, please don't send us the naughty ones. Um, but yeah, like definitely give us some feedback. Uh, be like, be like Shane, guys. Give us, give us some dope questions that we can um, bring to the to the show and and uh, give you some shouts out here. Yeah. Um, we we want to thank our special guest Lowe's here, man. It was awesome talking to you, man. And thank you so much for sharing your yeah. collections with us, man. No worries. Anytime, guys. Anytime. <laughs> yeah. Oh wait, um, real quick. I don't yeah, think yeah. we mentioned. That we're on Spotify now, I think that oh, happened. We did. We did it uh, last week. Was that last week already that we mentioned yeah. it? Yeah. Okay. Well, if you're on Spotify, which a lot of people are, listen to us on Spotify. That's still kind of new, but I just wanted to make sure that we mentioned it. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. No. And that's what's good about Spotify too is that uh, if you if you favorite us, if you like us, um, we'll also you also get the backlog to the other amazing 15 episodes that we have uh out there so yeah definitely hit us up um thank you guys for for listening uh my name is rob i'm randy i'm alan and we'll catch you guys next time hey alan yeah cool go to the ping pong show yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'll change your life.